are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. The best in the business is back in business. Hopefully you survived week three unscathed. Uh, but if you didn't, we're here to help you through it. So before we get to that, I want to let everyone know that I've been looking for a new challenge, which is why I'm playing Dynasty Owner Fantasy Football this season. Dynasty Owner Fantasy Football unites the fun and excitement of fantasy football with the skill and strategy of the front office. Dynasty Owner is the only way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an NFL franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique challenge for diehard fantasy football fanatics. So go to dynastyowner.com forward slash rewind. We've all been in a league where the winner just got lucky, or if you're like me, not so lucky. If you're like me and know you're better than most, Dynasty Owner gives you the platform to prove it. Dynasty Owner favors skilled players who can manage their roster using real NFL salaries within the salary cap. It adds an entirely new level of strategy. It's so funny, Porkman. So go to DynastyOwner.com forward slash rewind and validate your fantasy football skills. Again, that is DynastyOwner.com forward slash rewind. Start your dynasty today. So welcome back again to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Mike Bauer. Like I said, for the best in the business, back in business, we're not just dynasty, even though it's in the name. We do everything. Redraft, just everything. So you're in the right spot. So uh, joining me, like always, we got Porkman. How's it going, Porkman? I'm great, man. Just happy to be here again. I was telling the boys, you know, it's another blessed Friday with these other beautiful three men here. Okay, well, thank you, Porkman. Always happy to have you. And we got Chev and Nooney. What's good, Chev? The boys are back on Friday night. It's weird not having a guest, but I'm definitely blessed to have you guys uh, on. I can't wait, man. It's going to be a blast. That is true. It is weird not having a guest, but it's kind of cool, the four of us. That being said, on our waiver wire stream, on Tuesday, our last guest to the foreseeable future, uh, we have Chase Vernon coming on. So uh, make sure to look out for that. Waiver Wire Show, Tuesdays at 9 o'clock. There's nothing else good to watch. Just that. And also joining us today, we got Nate Christian. What's up, Nate? Hey, I'm just glad to be here because my computer was, like, wilding <laughs> out before. And it was wilding. I we're late tonight, so oh. my bad. Um, so everyone checking in here. We got Phil Penning Jr. Hey. saying, "What up, fellas? What's up, Phil? Good to What's see good, you." Phil, he's checked in there a few go. times. And uh, the guys over at Fantasy and Frames, sup, Mike Porkman, Nate, and Chef. Um, so check me out Sunday morning from eleven to twelve ish. I think I don't know. Um, go on, check out Fantasy and Frames. Check out their website. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review to everything they do. Um, and you can catch me live, and also going to be live. With us on Sunday mornings, Oklahoma Doug, our very own Oklahoma Doug. No IDP waiver wire show this weekend. I do apologize. Uh, Doug had some internet issues, so he wasn't able to do that. But he's going to be back for the attack next week. You can guarantee it. Um, so let's talk some notes. And unfortunately, it's like it's mostly just injuries anymore. It's kind of sad, but uh, it's also very 2020. So uh, Leonard Fournette and Chris Godwin are out on Sunday. For the Bucks, so big ups for Rojo. This is the one. This is killing pork man. Alan Lazard underwent core muscle surgery and he's out indefinitely. Jeez. Just when you thought you had the Packers number two wide receiver down, yeah, because he Rough. balled out last game. And, he really did. And then all of a sudden, I thought I had something, and I get some random message. It was like, yeah, what core surgery? Where'd this come from? <laughs> right. But, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. we just gotta. This is this is twenty twenty at this point. We just gotta keep it pushing, move forward. Where it is, he was trying to tackle somebody that caught an interception, and that's how he tore his core muscle. Pork. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. <laughs> oh, so it, so speaking of the worst case scenario is happening right here. Uh, the NFL has postponed Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Both teams now have bye weeks for Week Four. Um, so make sure you set those lineups appropriately. Game has been rescheduled for week seven. Uh, the only plus side I could say is if you're an A.J. Brown owner, he's got another week to come back. Might not have played this week anyway. Same thing um, with Deontay Johnson. He's got mm-hmm. that is correct. to heal up from his concussion. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, Detroit Beastie checking in. How's it going? Good evening to you as well. Hey. Um, so 
the worst news of the the week though jets are not planning to fire adam gaze in season per the athletic <sighs> drink i'll drink to that <laughs> you know i really i don't want to root for somebody to get fired it's and we we really shouldn't mm-hmm. just like you should never root for somebody to get injured but come on man yeah, I think what they're really just waiting on is for him to tear his ACL uh, at MetLife Field is what I think they're really waiting on so they can just put him on IR. Uh, <laughs> that would be the most humorous injury of 2020, though. I, I could definitely say that. Um, so Chris Carson is likely to suit up Sunday. Would you guys start Chris Carson if he plays on Sunday? Or are you just staying away? Do you think Carlos Hyde is actually the better play there? No. You, you're just going to stay away? starting Carson if I have him and he's yeah. playing. Okay. All right, that's what I kind of thought as well. Um, so Jimmy Garoppolo and Raheem Mostert are both out again for San Francisco, uh, but you do get Kittle and Debo Samuel back. Um, on the flip side of the gridiron, Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey are out for Philadelphia, and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside is doubtful, hopefully cut. Um, Cam Akers is still nursing that rib injury. He's going to be out for the Rams. Henry Ruggs is doubtful for the Raiders. Brian Edwards is out. Both Jared Cook and Michael Thomas are out for the New Orleans Saints, so Alvin Kamara is going to get about a thousand touches this week. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is a game time decision for Arizona, so make sure you monitor that carefully. And Bryce Love is back on IR with a knee setback, so we thought it was going to be Bryce Love season. I really hope to see him play, um, like Tim a lot coming out of college. So let's see what happens. So it's just kind so, of so back to the Eagles, right? I got a question. Mm-hmm. Who was the number two receiver? Jalen Hurts, probably. Uh, but no if he problem. can if he can catch the ball, he split can. him out wide. Um, I, who is their number two receiver this week? Deontay in- Burnett, maybe. It's either him or Hightower, I guess. Oh yeah, they, I forgot about Hightower. Gosh. I forgot how much I hate him. Oh, Quez has been. Do you, so? Here, I want to ask you guys. Um, they activated a 21 day practice window for quiz Watkins. Do you know what that means? Like, does that mean that after that they have to either put him on the active roster or put him on IR? Nate, yep. you're nodding your head. I'm pretty sure it is. I saw that. Like if they have time to let him practice and oh. see if he's really healthy and okay. It is all weird this year, but that's actually pretty nice. I mean, they have that long to make a decision. Yeah. And yeah. I do, I do like the short term IR, which I'm hoping is kind of a thing that stays around after this. Maybe. Yeah, I think the players are going to fight for it because, I mean, it's good for players. It's good for teams. I don't see why. Even if it's not three weeks, maybe they just do like a five-week or a six-week. I think just having a couple more short-term options are better. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I do think that they should allow rosters more flexibility. Really, I understand that the NFL is a big next man up Mm -hmm. uh, sport, but... You know, injuries can happen, especially in – they call it a contact sport. It's really a collision sport if you think about it. Yeah. And I hate – you know, I hate every year when you have, like, some player who's questionable for five weeks and doesn't play, like, <laughs> game-time decision. It's right. terrible. Yeah. It's like tough AJ for us. Green last it's year. Tough. It's like, I thought he was going to play every single week and never played. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's the So let's talk about things that were played. We're going to react to Thursday night's game real quick. Got some studs and duds. I got a stud right here. What do you guys think about Sam Darnold? Ice in his veins. He was 23 of 42, 230 yards. No touchdowns, also no interceptions. Six carries, 84 yards, and one touchdown. He did get knocked out of the game briefly, um, but he did come back in. So, <laughs> Mitch. <Freaking> Lamar. <laughs> I, <like that's bad. laughs> I told Sam that front was good, yo. <laughs> Melissa does not think so. I have to show her this podcast to her after this. Yeah, uh, Sam Darnold out there looking like Lamar Darnold out there just running. He duped somebody out there boots and just, I don't know, that was nuts. Yeah, But he's tough as nails for coming back in the game for getting slammed down like that. I really thought he broke something like a collarbone or separated his shoulder or whatever. But they must have gave him the good drugs last uh, Thursday night because that's crazy. So he was on that. He was diagnosed after that with a sprained shoulder. So yeah. I did have to start him in one league last night, which actually uh, it was in my super flex spot. So it paid off pretty well for me. My other quarterback there is Josh Allen. So um, the rushing upside is good. So you got to monitor that real closely. Um, what do you guys think? talk about him getting sacked by a ghost last night? <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, it really happened. I saw it with my own two eyes. Dude just got knocked down out of nowhere. And, you know, maybe he maybe he does see ghosts at MetLife. Maybe there is something going on there that we do not know about. I don't know. I, we got to we got to dig in more of this. I'll, I'll take that part. I'll dig in more to MetLife and see what we got going on there. Because when when you got a guy getting sacked by a ghost and getting intercepted by ghosts, <laughs> so we're going to have a problem. Cursed ground. Cursed yeah, ground. I mean, that turf there, though, they got to do something with that MetLife turf. Mitch has a good point. Donald seems like a great fit for replacing Breeze in New Orleans or Jimmy G in San Francisco. I, I don't hate that. I would I would be totally okay with Darnold in New Orleans if Sean Payton thinks that he likes him and that he can work with him. I'm like that that could be really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like that. You know, San Francisco too wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I think they're bad. pretty Darnold, committed. To he Jimmy got the. G. Yeah, they are. But it's, it's sad because Darnold has the talent. He just stuck with that idiot. Hopefully not for too much longer. Yeah. yeah, hopefully not for too much longer. Um. Hey, Jerry Judy, two catches, 61 yards and four targets, and a hell of a touchdown catch, too. Uh, that was a nice catch. Uh, Melvin Gordon looking good. 23 carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns, two catches, 11 yards on three targets. Um, I want to talk about Brett Ripon real quick, Nate. I believe we had a bet, so we could just pay that up now because he's in the stud. 19-31, 242 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. He also had five carries for negative five yards. That was all stuff. So. I will say, I, I mean, I lost this bet, but for some reason, I close. was thinking of different quarterbacks at scoring when I was, because mm-hmm. I even said, I was like, oh, 12 points is 200 yards and a touchdown with no interceptions. Because for some reason, I was thinking one point every 25 passing yards and minus two points for every interception. So when he threw that third interception, I was so excited because I was like, oh, I'm going to win this bet. <laughs> And yeah. I checked sleeper and I was like, ah, oh, dang it. Totally wrong. <laughs> Would you like to pay that up now, Nate? All right. And that's right. Chev had the under as well. Um, so he's doing a little bit of chugging there. Um, so it's throughout um, the, the show, if you just want to think about something else like this, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. All right. Perfect. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> How about Jameson Crowder coming back from injury? Seven catches, 104 yards on 10 targets, no touchdowns, but that's 17.4 points in most mm-hmm. leagues if you're playing full PPR. For no touchdowns, that's Julio Jones-esque. Yeah, no touchdown. When he's on the field, man, he is heavily targeted, and he is somebody that catches a lot of those passes. So mm-hmm. he's somebody that you definitely want in your lineup. The problem is you never know when this guy's going to get hurt. It's like 24-7 where – this guy's either on the injury list or he's battling some kind of injury. So hopefully he can stay healthy and be a weapon for Sam Darnold. Yeah. I mean, they use him well. Um, let's talk about some duds. We keep saying it's Chris Herndon season, but is it ever? One catch, 11 yards on three targets. So bad. Yeah, that pisses it's... me off so much. Because... And when he caught that ball, he the dude's fast. Yeah, he's fast as hell. Mm-hmm. But why are you throwing the ball to Ryan Griffin and having uh, Herndon block? Just I don't flip get it, it the other way, you idiot. I don't get it. But I'm not the coach. I don't. I don't know. In case of the Gases, man. Yo, I would rather have yeah. Porkman be the coach of the Jets than than Gaze, man. That would be awesome. I whip them guys right in shape, bro. <laughs> I get P Ryan all the carries. <laughs> yes, please do. Speaking of P Ryan, <laughs> I just want to point out that in the Dynasty Rewind Listener League, I am playing Mike this week, and he started P Ryan in his flex spot. <laughs> I think I might not have had much of a choice, right? My team's pretty a point and a half. Yeah, that he did. Cheers to you, Lamical. I love you, bud. He should have started a uh, old Murray. That is uh, Mike's seventh round pick. It's a long season. Plenty all, of our, all of our teams suck in that league, man. It is <laughs> yeah. really real bad. You know what? That league, the funny thing about it is it's our podcast. It's our league, and we're the worst teams in the league. We're trash. We should so probably kick Garrett out. Well, I'm going to go 50-50 because Melvin Gordon scored 25 points for me last night. Big bless. And uh, I'm going to beat Mike here with his uh... – <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to beat Mike. He's got Mike Williams out too, so. <laughs> oh, is Mike Williams out? Yeah, he's hurt. Oh, so Mike Williams is hurt again. Um, yeah, listen, by the way, I'm going to beat Mike. That's not saying much this season. Also, I would like to take a moment and say, 
John Harbaugh, please give Mark Ingram the ball more. I needed seven points from him. I got three. I would have been three and zero oh in one league. Mm-hmm. Now I'm two and one. You're good. <sighs> okay, just one bad week. Let's chill. Mitch has a question. Love answering these questions. Love you, Mitch. You're awesome. Twelve team half point PPR superflex. Michael Thomas or Darnold plus James Robinson plus Darius Slayton plus a 21 first. It's tempting with the first round pick and it being super flex. So what do you guys think? If you divide, if you take all those players at separate value, okay, Darnold in a super flex league is more than a single first. I mean, probably two firsts in a super flex league. Um, James Robinson right now is going for a first for contenders. Darius Layton is probably worth a mid first. So like, I think I think Darius Layton's worth like a mid to late first. I would agree. So and there, there are times like, where Darius Layton could have weeks like Mike Thomas. Yeah, and he's still he's only a second year. So right, and yeah. like he there's no one else that Daniel Jones is going to throw to there. You know, in the future. I mean, Shepard's going to be gone. Golden Tate's going to be gone. Ingram's going to be a free agent. Um, not this offseason, but next offseason. And he hasn't really done much this year either. So, if, I mean, that package, that's a lot of value. Yeah. And, I mean, as long as... No, even if you're rebuilding or contending, I'm taking that package, I think. Plus, it's not guaranteed that Drew Brees is going to be there next year. You never know what could happen. Um, we know that Darius Slayton and Daniel Jones appear that they're going to be together for some time. At least another two years, we could say that. They both came in the league together. So, um, Will Harris checking in saying hi. Will, hello. We're going to talk about some more duds from last night. Poor man Braxton Berrios on three targets did nothing. So the problem with Braxton Berrios is if Crowder's in, then you don't play Berrios. Yep. And if his Crowder's out, you play Barrios because they have this. That's the same. Um, they have the same thing. They have the same, same game package. Yeah, that's what they do. They play both in the slot. So, I mean, I didn't start him because I saw Crowder was in. So I just wanted to pick on you. Felt. I know. Or, no, because, uh, you know, I love uh, Braxton Crunch Barrios. I love that guy. Um. All right. So one other observation. I haven't gotten any updates on this but no fan was carted off with an ankle injury does anybody have any updates on that i heard it was minor okay. I, don't, I didn't sound like they were too worried so hopefully hopefully it is we'll see all right yeah i hope so too because as it turns out i have a lot more no offense in places than i thought i did <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, one person that you missed uh tim patrick for some reason wanted the ball out i did miss that yeah you look good I don't, i'm not really sure uh how because he's not really that good <laughs> But um, I, think, I guess he had a rapport with uh, Rippin, so I guess he just felt comfortable throwing him the ball, and he looked pretty good at it. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, all right, so we already talked about uh, paying up our bet, so Nate's going to come up with something throughout the show, and if you want to talk real quick about looking good, let me just go ahead and click right over to our banners here because I want to talk to you guys about something, and that's Manscaped. Support for the Dynasty Rewind is brought to you by Manscaped.com, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. When was the last time you could see behind the bushes? I mean, I was actually behind the bushes outside my house today, but that's besides the point. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Porkman's taking shots. He's so excited. Manscaped (laughs) obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And for a limited time only, Sean will fly to any location in the continental United States on his dime, and he will Manscaped you personally. (laughs) These also use only the best ingredients in their formulations. When you trim the bushes, the tree stands taller. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. Don't worry, there is a charger in Sean's jet stream. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with QuietStroke technology. QuietStroke, what you do when your kid's in bed next to the room that you're in. 
And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show off your mower loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing project, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. So trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PORK20 at manscaped.com on the bottom of the screen or coming out of my mouth right now. Level up your hygiene routine with only the best manscaping tools, your balls, and we will thank you because they pay us when you buy stuff with that promo code. So once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code PORT20 at manscaped.com. Trim your junk with Manscaped. And listen, I want to talk to you guys about something else real quick. This next thing is not a paid promotion, but you got to look good with your clothes off. You got to look good with your clothes on too. I want to talk to you guys real quick about Viridian Global. This is started by a good friend of ours, Will Harris from True North Fantasy Football. At Viridian Global, we bring football to life through apparel want the hottest designs on the coolest gear viridian has hoodies and t-shirts that you can rock at the stadium or at home tinkering with your fantasy lineup we get football we get design so go check out our site at www.viridianglobal and give us a follow on instagram and twitter at viridian global and if you use the code big night big mike sent me i can't even say my name you'll get 10 percent off your first purchase because viridian loves all that is dynasty rewind and we love you guys right back so make sure you go check out viridian global will harris and the entire crew over at true north fantasy football they are all fantastic we love them and we know that they love us right back so let's get back to our show um let's see what everyone's saying here you guys should be forced to look at the screen when mike is reading the manscaped ad only gonna increase your entertainment value that's right check us out on youtube so um that is that nate do you have a debbie player for us this week i do have a debbie player for us all right so, let's have it it's um my pick for this year's Bliknoff. Um, which is the top wide receiver in college football. It's also my pick for the Paul Hornig, Hornog Award, which Hornig. is the most versatile player in football. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver for the Alabama Crimson Tide. And this kid is a baller. I think he's not mentioned when we talk about the top receivers in this class. Usually we talk about Jamar Chase, Rashad Bateman, Ronda Moore. Always skipping Jalen Waddle, who is just as talented as those guys. And if he ends up as the wide receiver one out of those four, I wouldn't be surprised. Because he's through one game, eight receptions, 134 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, last year, 33 receptions for 560 yards, six touchdowns. In 2018, 45 receptions, 848 yards for seven touchdowns. He is so productive. And not only just as a wide receiver, which he is an extremely talented wide receiver, but in the return game, he is a total game changer. So each year he's returned one punt for a touchdown, but he's also led the nation last year in return yard average with 24.4 yards per return. Ridiculous. Also, um, Let's see here. Got my stats up here. He's got a touchdown kickoff return last year. I mean, he was SEC Special Teams Player of the Year. He can do it all. And I've seen before analytics talk about how receivers who can make impact in the return game usually have a better chance of breaking out because that means even if they get the ball on screens and sweeps, they can still make an impact. These are the guys we're looking for wide receivers who can make things happen after the catch. And that's Jalen Waddle. He's the best at it. So right. keep him on your radar. Yeah, he's still I love Jalen Waddle. People know he's good, but he's not gotten to that top tier yet, even though he should be. Mm-hmm. Now with his speed, Nate, do you think he projects better in the NFL than Henry Ruggs does? Because I feel as though he might because he has the he has the height to do it with that with that explosiveness. Yeah. I I like him more than Henry Ruggs as a prospect. So, so do I. Yeah. And I mean, there's a, there was so much speed on that Alabama team last year between Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, uh, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Waddle. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's why people talk about, you know, oh, Ruggs and Judy didn't have like high target shares. Well, there's four first round picks. So, yeah. um, hey, must be nice. <laughs> must be nice to be Tua. No kidding. 
Uh, Phil has a good point. Phil Pennington says, Patrick is an ad, boys. 85% snap share, biggest target on the field, has some rapport with Locke. Yeah, that's great. Um, I I agree. I mean, he you should definitely pick him up. He's probably available in a lot of places. So oh, go ahead. Go. There you go. You heard here from Phil Phil's Pennington awesome. first. Phil's awesome. He's over at the Dynasty Nerds. He's a writer, and uh, he's starting up an offensive line um, like breakdown series he's gonna be breaking down uh offensive lines for all the teams you know how it impacts your fantasy running backs and stuff so he's really awesome make sure to give him a follow um it's putting out good content yeah check out brad wire too he's been doing that i believe at the undroppables too so yeah. i mean we don't ever think about it we always like oh yeah he's got a good line cam makers had the worst line you know so we always talk about it nice to see somebody actually going out and doing the stats that i do not even want to peek at so <laughs> Uh, Phil, the only thing that would make your uh, your writings better uh, over at the Nerds is if you were wearing a Dynasty Rewind hoodie while you're doing it. We're going to go ahead and extend that sale to Sunday. I've had a lot of people reaching out to me. So a couple more days to get that in. Um, yeah, let me know. Okay, great. Um, and Phil's also saying Waddle is greater than Rugs. So there you go. You heard it, yep. heard, that, heard it here first. Okay, great. Let's talk about some starts and sits. Chev, why don't we start with you? Yeah, I did want to go over some um, some uh, big key players from last night, too. The kickers, eight field goal attempts, nice. eight makes, five extra point kicks, five makes. They both had like 18 points in fantasy. So if you had those guys in your lineup, that's that's big. I thought I saw Ficken miss one. Or did that get called back on a penalty? I don't know. If Sleeper's wrong, then... They missed it, but I I got the I got the stats from Sleeper, so we can blame Sleeper tonight. So I heard, and this is this is amazing. Um, when Ficken was lining up for a kick, they said he only has a sixty-seven percent field goal percentage. <laughs> like, how is this dude still on the roster, <laughs> man? Like, there's got to be a kicker out there looking for a job that's better. Just some old vet, you know what I mean? That yeah. like bring in Vinatieri. Oh gosh, <laughs> come on! His field goals was looking like punts. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, they were they were pretty bad at the end. All right. Um, so, Chev, as, who else you got those start wise or sit wise, whatever. Yeah, and then also Bradley Chubb, two point five sacks. If you're an IDP lover, um, I'm gonna go with a start this week. I'm gonna go with Preston Williams uh, versus the Seahawks. I think it's gonna be definitely a big throwing attack game from the Miami Dolphins. I think the Seahawks are gonna be a little bit too much. I gotta be the head of something, baby. Mustache game, too. Uh, but I think Seattle is allowing 439 passing yards like Mike had on the show sheet. So definitely somebody to watch out for uh, is Preston Williams. Also, Devontae Parker could be somebody that could blow up this week as well. Um, I just think that this game is just going to be one-sided, and the Dolphins are going to have to be playing from behind really quickly. And if Russell Wilson just keeps going bonkers, it's going to be very hard for them to to run that football and be successful. And that run defense is very, very good um, at Seattle. They're going to be missing uh, Jamal Adams, which is going to hurt their defense a little bit. Yeah. But I definitely, definitely think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot this game. Um, and to kind of just piggyback off what Chev said, one of my uh, starts is Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Seattle. For all those same reasons, with Seattle allowing 439 passing yards a game, you could plug Fitz right in there. He might be better than some other options. Uh, Porkman, you got one for us? Yeah, I got uh, Joe Burrow playing Jacksonville Jaguars. Their defense is still cheek, so they're still going to be <clears throat> going through a shootout as well. Uh, Joe Burrow has been throwing the ball a ton. Like, it was one game he threw the ball 61 times, which yeah. is absolutely – Too much for a rookie. rookie. Give the ball it to Joe Mixon. Yeah, I mean, they should be giving the ball – but Joe Mixon also has a ton of carries as well. I believe he's four, four for fifth in the league in carries this year. Um, it's just – the same thing as last year they have to figure out the offensive line for him so i think right now um joe burrow has a new favorite target in t higgins in the red zone two touchdowns against our eagles last week just kind of hurt but it was good to see as well um so him going against jacksonville um i believe they're 28th against uh quarterbacks which is terrible Fourth, fourth best for uh, Joe Burrow, so he's gonna he's gonna be slinging that rock. Yeah. Um, Nate, before we get to you, can we throw a trade question up here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So, uh, 
Porkman, this is your boy right here. Uh, it's J-Ron. <laughs> Trade question. And this is a standard league, which, come on, why do those exist? Um, <laughs> he tried to tell him he doesn't want to be in this league. They keep telling him to go to PPR. <laughs> so he tries to quit, and they make him, they make him play. Yep. All right. Uh, he wants to know, keep in mind, again, standard scoring. Mark Andrews, Devontae Parker, and Jameson Crowder for Kittle and Julio Jones. Who wins this trade? Nobody, because it's a standard league. Um, but, <laughs> um, so I told at first I thought it was PPR. So I told him the Jameson Crowder side because he's getting good value with Mark Andrews and Crowder with PPR. But once he says standard, that's I will probably stick with the Julio and Kittle side. Yeah, I think because Kittle gives you that touchdown upside, even though Julio really doesn't. But Mark Andrews forgot how to drop the ball or forgot how to catch the ball. Devontae Parker and Jameson Crowder doesn't really score a lot of touchdowns. I don't know. I mean, if it was PPR, like you said, this is so easy. Andrews, Parker, and Crowder mm-hmm. on its own. So what do you get, Chev? Nate, you guys agree with that? Yeah, I'd like, I'll take the Kittle and Julio Jones side. Okay. Yeah, I mean, those are guys you haven't really got much out of this season, right? Like, they've only played one or one game and then I think two games. So, like, these guys are still going to be some studs. I think Julio definitely will have a bounce back. I mean, that offense has thrown so much and they still can't win a game. So, we'll, I mean, they just got to get more out of it, I guess. I don't know what to tell them. Um, Mike Huff checking in saying nobody puts Portman in a corner. Um <laughs> He was a guest on the show. Go check him and Anthony out over at the FF Faceoff. Fantastic guys. Fantastic podcast. Um, Mitch is saying, please don't let Joe get rocked again this week. Dude is taking oh, some shots. Yeah. He got cracked last week, bro. Did they call did they call a penalty on that? Because they should I have. I don't think so. Because I would I mean it was right after the throw, but I've seen guys get penalized for a lot less. Yeah. So yeah. um and yeah, don't want to see bro taking hits like that. I love him. The dude's got ice in his veins. Dude, r- yeah, Rippin last night was getting hit. He was. I mean, that he, was, I get, that I was Greg Williams right there. Yeah. yeah uh, that was. Steve Smith. Steve yes. Smith was pissed last night. He was calling out Greg Williams. And then, oh man, who was the tackle from the Browns? Oh, Joe uh, Thomas. Joe Thomas said something about it being the defense having like a mentality. And I thought Steve Smith was about to come through the screen and just strangle this dude. He got so mad. He's like, boy, don't make me cuss on here. So Steve Smith is somebody that I would not play with. And he's played against Greg Williams a lot, apparently. And he is not a big fan of him. And I mean, he he's had that track record. Like he's had bounty on players. Like it's not a fake thing. It's real. So, and does it go away? Him. Your mentality is not going to change. Oh, I, man. I love Greg Williams. I will say that. If the Eagles ever fired Jim Schwartz, I hope they hire Greg Williams. <laughs> Who's on Facebook right now acting a fool? I don't know. I can't <laughs> see. For me, it just says Facebook user. Um, but they're saying you're cheap, Chef. <laughs> we're going to see who this <laughs> is. Dax Marley. Boy, uh, that guy sucks so bad in our league. I, I can't even <laughs> talk about that guy right now. His team is booty. Um, he lost the pops last week. That's how bad he is. <laughs> Nate, do you have pops advice? That's why. Do you have a start or sit for us? I do. So, if you're looking for a flex this week, or heck, if you're looking for an RB two this week, if James White is not starting, fire up Rex Burkhead. Yes. Sexy Rexy. Sexy Rexy. Ten targets last week. Three total touchdowns. I mean, and they're playing the Chiefs this week. So if James White's not in, Rex Burkhead's going to get a ton of targets. Yeah. And I mean, if if James White's in, I don't know if you want to start James White because he's coming back after missing a couple of weeks. And there's a gazillion running backs in that backfield I don't want to touch. But if James White's not there on Sunday, Rex Burkhead is going to... He's going to produce. There you go. Okay. So, I, it it seems scary to start Rex Burkhead, but, like, it could happen this week, just like it did last week. Yeah, he pulled out. Pulled out on my bench in a bunch of spots. Um, did you guys see the comments? Um, Vic 
Vic Fangio told the Broncos players just go right to the locker room. He after all the penalties, late penalties. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys know what that was all about? I kind of turned the game off. It's because of all the there was like two roughing the passer hits at the last like two plays. Okay. And like I think Vic said that and Adam Gase said the same thing when they asked why he didn't shake hands. Um, Adam Gase was like, oh, I don't think Vic wanted to shake hands because he was just trying to get his team off the field because it was starting to get spicy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Which is smart. Like, you can't lose players during this time right now. Like, yeah. if you go into a COVID streak and you're missing five players because they win five, like, that's not good. It's not what you want your team to do during this time where you're trying to stay as safe as possible. And yep. that's not it. Exactly. Jaron's got another – he's got to start sit here. Landry starts at Landry – and Anthony Miller looking for a pivot option for Michael Thomas. For me, if it's one, I'm going to go with Anthony Miller. Personally, you're saying yeah. no to that, Chev? Really? No, you're man. The Cowboys. I'm bowing Landry right here, man. Landry's going against the Cowboys. I'm actually, I actually have Baker as a possible nice little start for you boys this week. So I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with Baker this week. I think Chubb's going to have a big game. But I think Landry is going to be available, and he's going to be somebody that's going to get you some good points this week. He's been rough the first three weeks, but he was rough the last or last season in the first three weeks, and they balled out four through seventeen. So I would definitely start Landry. I mean, we get Nick Foles to be quarterback, but we haven't really seen what that's going to look like in a full game. Okay, so just my opinion. Landry also had offseason uh, hip surgery, I believe. He did, so, yeah. You know, give him a couple weeks to get back to speed. They're playing the Cowboys. Man, there's going to be so many passing yards in that game, just like every Cowboys game. Yeah. So, who, did you guys – Who do the Bears play this week? Uh, uh, Colts. I mean, the Colts defense is pretty decent, but – Pretty decent. You know. Yeah, they're really I mean, good, Miller. You're still okay, going Anthony not, Miller, Porter? Yeah, I'm still going Anthony Miller because I'm not trusting Landry. I still don't trust his injury. Uh, I still don't trust his hip. He still doesn't look 100% to me. Right. So um, it looks like Nick Foles, he's been targeting, you know, pretty much everybody. He threw the ball to Robinson, Miller, <clears throat> and uh, Jimmy uh, Grandpa. So, yeah, I, we, can, we can run this bet up. We, I see. What, what, is this? Let's, let's <laughs> let's let's it up, baby. Real, 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 real up. quick, I want to say that I think Anthony Miller has a higher ceiling, but Jarvis Landry might have a higher or a better floor. If that makes mm-hmm. sense to you guys. So it's I, I hate benching Anthony Miller because I feel like when I bench Anthony Miller, he goes off. Mm-hmm. Always seems to happen. But uh, all right, Nate, what do you got for all us? Right. All right. No, Sean, put it on the board. Uh, Porkman and Mike are going Anthony Miller and Seven and I are going Landry. All right. Always. There you go for a shot. For Did a you shot. guys see the video where Baker Mayfield throws a touchdown to the yeah, tight end? And he has to run <laughs> over right. to his diva <laughs> wide receivers. Be patient, <laughs> be patient, guys. Love you guys. It's gonna be a great season. Come on. Yeah. No, that that is the biggest BS. You just took the lead. You shouldn't have to go apologize and say I love you guys. Uh, it's a team. To me, that is like, ridiculous. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Hey guys, I know you think I have swagger, but I, I don't. I just you know, do Hulu commercials now. You guys are all making fun of Baker, but I saw that video and I thought to myself, that's Baker's being a leader. I mean. So, oh, yeah, for sure. That, yeah. The fact that he has to do that is not on Baker. It's on yeah. OBJ and Landry. Yep. But he's Think taking it upon himself to go ahead and you know be proactive and keep it positive. You know, Try not to get those bad vibes going again in the locker room. I was actually impressed. Baker has been impressing me uh, the last year, really, with his leadership. I think he got humbled in the beginning of last season, and I think he really took it upon himself. Even, like, I really saw the change after the Miles Garrett – uh, Mason Rudolph thing. Um, <laughs> Baker, you know, after after that game, like he was interviewed and he was like, We can't do that kind of shit, man. We can't can't do that here. And I think mm-hmm. that really I saw like a change in him. He was much more serious and humble at that point. And you know, as much as I hate to root for the Browns quarterback, God, he's I'm starting to like him and his stupid at home commercials. <laughs> Actually, I will say this. I love the at home commercials. Did you so see good. the book club one? That yeah. was good. Um I like the so, new one with the grocery bags. That is good. Um, Sean, our intern says Debo's getting the green light from Shanahan this week. Comfortable starting him coming off injury. Never best option to start someone coming off of injury, but with COVID situation might be worth it. I did see something that Callahan Shanahan did say his role would be different this yeah. week, but he didn't really specify what that meant. So I, I don't know. I think if I have a better option, I might lean that way. 
Just lean towards health. I mean, why would you really put him in a position to send him out there for a bunch of snaps and possibly get re-injured? I mean, yeah, Giants. Yeah, Bourne's been playing good. I mean, you have Ayuk that's been playing good. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, Ayuk's been balling. I'm fine with him. I thought they were going to bench him this week. I thought he was coming back in week five, and then out of nowhere, he's like, oh, I'm playing. Uh, We got another one. I can't see the name. Just says Facebook user. (laughs) I need to pick up a quarterback for this week due to COVID. Who should I pick up? I can't lose to Pops. He's got bunions. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, Pops, man. You better get that looked at. Um, I guess that all depends on who's on your waiver wire, but let's see. Fitzpatrick's floating around out there. Or Chev, are you in this league? Yeah. Joe Burrow, Gardner Minshew. I like Gardner this week. So you got Fitzpatrick, Bridgewater, Cousins, Carson Wentz. Somehow he's been dropped. And Nick Mullins. I would go go Fitzpatrick there. Because they're just going to be slinging it. Then Mullins. I love Mullins is nasty. Someone was saying that the 49ers, I saw a tweet that the 49ers should get rid of Jimmy Grappolo and just turn it over to Nick Mullins. They should just trade Nick Mullins like a Patriots, like how they got Jimmy Grappolo. Yeah. They should just do that and trade Nick Mullins away for a nice pick. Yeah. They, they put Nick Mullins on the cover of the uh, 49ers versus Eagles game. Do you guys feel disrespected by that? Not having Wentz on there. I don't care. Speaking of that game, you know, if we want to talk about that game, though, I do want to point out something about Nick Mullins first. I said this tweet to you guys, but only two quarterbacks this is fantastic. in NFL history have thrown for over 2,600 pass yards and 14 touchdowns in their first nine career starts. Can you name those two? One is Patrick Mahomes, and the second is Nick Mullins. That is so awesome. Who would have thought? He might be the real big dick, Nick. Like, seriously. Who might be? Boy, he won you a Super Bowl. You better stop. He did. And I I love Nick Foles. I do. So I got the banner right back there. But uh, I got our scrub bet. Hey-oh! All right. So I'm trying to keep these to primetime games. That way we can all, you know, watch it and root for it, not just some random 1 o'clock game you can't watch. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like the way you think, Nate. Sunday night, we got a great matchup. The Eagles versus the 49ers. It's going to be a bad game. <laughs> well, at least you're not going to be 0 and 4. This is true. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. Thank For you, sure. Peterson. Um, all right. So, someone we all know, you know, very close to our hearts. We love them dearly. McTasty. Could, could see some playing time this yeah. week. He got called up from the practice squad. Had 2.8 points in PPR last week. <laughs> back down to the practice squad. But he's going to get called back up most likely because Coleman and Mostert are both out. Mm-hmm. So, as the third string running back on the 49ers versus the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm going to set Jermichael Hasty's over-under at two. Oh, my God. <laughs> God come on. That's the worst. <laughs> I'm going over. Hasty McTasty will never get the under with me. Just saying, boys. Uh, I don't think the under <laughs> two. No, I'll take the under. Man, I don't know. That's like the worst number that you could pick. <laughs> Give me the over, I guess. Because if oh, he man. got two point eight last week, he can get two point eight again. Are you saying that the Giants and the Eagles are about the same level of competition? I mean, right now, yes. <laughs> Although we technically are better than the Giants by like 0. 0.5 of a game, if you consider <laughs> the tie half like a game. So smart. Terrible. By the way, did you know that Russell Wilson has thrown, I think, either the same or more touchdown passes than all the quarterbacks in the NFC East combined? He's also on pace for like 75 touchdowns. It's yes. crazy. I hope it happens. He's got to be the MVP. Like so far, he definitely is, in my opinion. So, yeah. So, yeah. I'll take so, you uh, Chev and Mike on the over. Okay. I'm going to go with Porkman on the under here. Okay. All right. So, all right. Very good. So, um, Sean, or I guess I can, whatever. If McTasty does not beat this over, he loses his nickname <laughs> forever. He's going to be really upset. Uh, Just hasty. So, Troy King checking in. Go check out Troy King. Awesome guy. Uh, golf or Fitzpatrick this week? Golf. Always. Really? You think so? Even against that, you, you think uh, you're going to take him over Fitzpatrick playing that Seattle defense? 
Chev, what do you think about this one? Who does Goff even play this week? They play the Giants. Oh, oh. man, I think oh. I actually think they'll run the ball more, man. They're they're the highest <laughs> running team, so I'm gonna go with Fitz. Okay, Pork. I'm gonna go with Fitzpatrick. The magic is still going. All right, I'm gonna stick with Fitz Magic as well. Also, a good. If you do what most people do and stream defenses, the Rams defense this week could be a really good play. Um, so scoop them up. All right. So I think we went through like one round of um, starts there. I don't even know. Um, I got one. What about if you're really looking for help? You know, let's say maybe you have James Conner and Derrick Henry. <laughs> And you need a running back. Adrian Peterson versus the Saints might not be a terrible pickup. He looks to be their feature back at this time for whatever reason. Berkman's going to throw up because <laughs> he's not happy about it. Um, I don't know, right? Like he got most of the run. Did DeAndre Swift even touch the ball last week or did he get like one? I think he had two carries or two snaps. It was something too. It was bad. Yeah. Oh. Jaron wants to know Matt Ryan or Goff? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, who who the Falcons play? It doesn't matter because they're going to be losing <laughs> and they're going to have to throw the ball. <laughs> I mean, was Matt Ryan a good fantasy quarterback last week against the Bears? Not so. too great. I think he had oh. one touchdown pass. He threw to Ridley. He had 13 points last week, 238 yards, one interception, one TD. Yeah. So not Matt Ryan all the time. He right, is hold playing on, Green Bay at Green Bay. I think I'm going to go golf. Okay. Getting Julio back, I'm going to stick with Ryan, even though Nate brings up a good point. Don't always start Matt Ryan, Michael Bauer, but I'm going, I'm going Matt Ryan. Well, there's some spots where I don't have a choice. My other quarterback was Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think I can't start if him. Adams doesn't play and, and you know Lazard's not playing, you know, that game might be a bit more low scoring than the mm. Packers games have recently. Devontae Adams was a full participant in practice today. I did see he, still have to monitor yeah, that. He did say that he's not going back out on the field until he is a hundred percent healthy and he if it's ninety nine point nine percent, he's not going out there. So mm. he's gonna be very Smart. cautious. So yeah, I agree with that. Higher up MVS. Yep. Definitely. Um, all right. So, Porkman, you have another start for us or sit, whatever you think. Yeah. Um, as much as I don't want to say it because he annoys me because he always freaking gets hurt, but he's so god darn good. Uh, Will Fuller, it's like picking between him or Cooks. It's like which one is the number one. But it looks like Deshaun Watson loves himself some Will Fuller. Um, yeah. It seems like Will Fuller's been doing more of the intermediate routes. He's not really going deep all the time. Hopefully he's just doing that to save his hamstrings so he don't blow those out every freaking week. But <laughs> yeah, Will Fuller, I think he he's a good play. They play the Vikings. The Vikings defense is uh pretty butt. Yep, and I have Deshaun Watson as one of my starts too. I mean, he's going against a defense that has just absolutely been torched. The QB rating that they average is 103.5. And they've only gotten four sacks on the season. Now I know that offensive line is not that great. But Deshaun Watson is pretty elusive, and I think he's going to be a guy that you would definitely want to start. He's had, like, the most brutal schedule. He's played mm -hmm. the Chiefs. Yes. He's played Pittsburgh. And he's played Nate's Baltimore Ravens. And if I – he had a couple good games out of that. I mean, there was one game that he really struggled, but I think it's behind him. He knows he has to carry that team to a victory. Uh, hopefully David Johnson can get healthy and help him out a little bit. But I'm going to Deshaun Watson this week as a start. Okay. Yep. I mean, Deshaun Watson is so talented. And Brandon Cooks has not been healthy. Uh, he's mm -hmm. played every game, but he has not been healthy this entire time. Um, Will Fuller was... he I don't know. That second game against Baltimore, he had a goose egg. He was having a hamstring issue. Who knows? Deshaun Watson's really talented. So, in your dynasty leagues, go out right now. He's a top five quarterback in dynasty if someone thinks he's like eight nine or ten right now because of how bad the first three weeks have been pay up pay up for him he's a yeah. top five quarterback in this league and he's young and he's not he can't be stuck with bill o'brien forever come on hope, yeah. hope 
Polina. Hey, I just want to kind of go off that. Um, somebody just texted me, and he wants to know who to start this week, DeAndre Swift or Brandon Cooks? I'll start Brandon Cooks. Right, Brandon yep. Cooks. Hope yeah. for the best for Cooks. But DeAndre Swift is a guy that you should go buy now. I know I see it in the sna- or I see it in the chat, but that dude has not got the run that everybody thought he was going to get. Now is the time to go buy him. They're probably panicking like, oh, man, I messed up picking DeAndre Swift. And now is the time. I mean, after this week, it could be even more of the time to go get him and more cheap to get this guy. And I wrote about that in my last article. I also had Mitchell Trubisky in there, but that that uh, <laughs> that went down quick. It, it did not last. It did not age very well in that article. But DeAndre Swift is somebody I would want to be going to get right now before the blow up happens. We have a start sick question just for Porkman here. This is from Will Harris. He wants to know, Porkman, who would you start, a fully healthy Dawson Knox or a banged-up George Kittle? Give me the banged-up George Kittle. Shoot, George Kittle's nasty. I don't care if he's 50%. He's still probably better than Dawson Knox. But last week, those two touchdowns from Tyler Croft were supposed to go to Dawson Knox. Will. Okay. So hey, Porkman opened up his eyes. That's awesome. Hey. hey Love it. Uh, Mitch is saying, give me some Isaiah Coulter when healthy, maybe a Texans version of Gabe Davis. You know, it'd be great if they had a Texans versions of DeAndre Hopkins would be fantastic. He would help them really well. Yeah, (laughs) really would. Um, Johnny wants to know who is more valuable, Joe Mixon or James Robinson? This is pork man. Why don't you answer this one, bud? You take this one first, pork man. Oh, man. That's tough for me because I love myself some Joe Mixon. I have to say Joe Mixon is still valuable just from name. Um, he's still going to have a whole bunch of um, – you can you could probably still get a first for him. Or maybe you'll probably get a higher first than you would for James Robinson. Um, but next year, James Robinson, I'm not really sure what his role is going to be. That's my, that's my biggest issue have one. with him. Yeah, so I'm saying next year – this year he can ball out. He's If you want to win now – you can get James Robinson. He's going to get all the carries because Chris Thompson looks like he's 75 years old when he gets the ball. <laughs> he looks bad. Confusing to me. He looks terrible. Um, but, again, I don't want our fantasy people that's listening to us to sell Joe Mixon for nothing. I made the same mistake last year. He was playing like straight booty, and then he just balled out. He was a uh, running back three the last eight weeks of the season. So this one is tough for me. I would probably right now, I would just say Joe Mixon is probably more valuable. But if you want to win now, I guess right now, if you're just like really behind James Robinson, you can you can play him as well. Would you if you had James Robinson, would you trade him away to get Joe Mixon? I would. Okay. Because Joe Mixon is the Joe Mixon is a is a better talent than James Robinson. He has the contract. Yeah, and and he got the deal. It's just that that offensive line pisses me off. There was okay, there I think was, it'll get better though. I do. It, it will. There was a tweet somebody put out where there was three offensive line got beat, and Joe Mixon somehow got five yards. If they can fix that, they can. <laughs> he can be good again. Like he last can get year. six yards. <laughs> he get a freaking <laughs> touchdown, or like he's not getting any passing work. That's the other thing. If yeah. they can, if they decide to put uh, stupid behind Gio Bernard on the bench and give the Mixon <laughs> those third down work, he will be fine. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine if Mixon got thirteen targets like an Eckler or a? Yeah, because he can make somebody miss. Gio Bernard's not making people miss. He can catch. I give him props for that. But Joe Mixon can catch, make somebody miss, and get some extra. I just don't understand what Zach Taylor can see. Yeah, he can go. He can go to the go to the house. Chef, I, I got a question. I want you to answer here. Um, what's everyone's feelings on Justin Jefferson rest of season? We're gonna start with you, Chef, and then we're gonna kick it over to Porkman to finish this question off. Yeah, I think he's gonna make me a very happy man at the end of the season. Uh, he's definitely somebody that is stepping into his role. He's learning. He's getting better every single week. Um, he's taking Ola Bissy Johnson's uh, second wide receiver job away from him. Good for you, Justin Jefferson. But, I mean, he he's a guy that they drafted pretty high. He's a guy that they want to get going. That offense looked pretty poor uh, in week two. And 
Justin Jefferson looks some looks like somebody that can be explosive. He can get the ball and do some good things with it too. I mean, that juke at the end of that long touchdown is pretty nasty. So mm-hmm. definitely super excited for Justin Jefferson, man. I I love this guy since just watching his film and uh, it's just been an absolute blast watching him grow and that last week, man, just going off. I think he might have just beat old Van Jefferson in that week alone. Still early, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Van Jefferson, now, he got injured tackling somebody, man. Come on. Man, he'll be all right. He's only getting he's, points by tackling players. That's pretty messed grown, up, man. He's a grown man. He'll get back. <laughs> he's uh, ready to retire as well. <laughs> he's getting old. Yeah. Um, hey, Sean wants to know. Yeah, let's go to you on this one. You know you're not the resident Bear fans. You all expect Monty to flash rest of season with three-down opportunity with Tariq Cohen out. Talking about David Montgomery, Chicago Bears running back. Yeah, for sure. And not only is Cohen out, so there's more opportunity, but the offense looks better with Nick Foles. There's more of a threat of pass. I mean, even if Nick Foles doesn't turn out to be incredible, there's just more risk for the defense to play a stacked box with Nick Foles. Yep. So he's going to see less stacked boxes. He's going to see p- targets on third down. I mean, it's a hot take, but there's, I mean, I think with Cohen out with the new passing upside for Montgomery, I think there's a good chance he could be a running back one rest of season. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is, we're going to see what Monty has right now. This is the biggest opportunity he has. Next year, they could draft a running back. Like, they don't have many people locked up. I mean, they just signed Tariq Cohen, but what's he going to be like with a torn ACL? So, I mean, this is the best opportunity he's had, which is crazy to say because he's had a big opportunity from the beginning, but he's going to be able to catch passes now. He's going to have to. I mean, he's got to show out or this is not going to bode well for any fantasy value or his value in the NFL. Um, Will wants to know, any concerns about Lamar? No. No. Just one week. <laughs> yeah. Every, and it's crazy. I will, so I'll drive to Maryland every day. And it seems like they lost like they're 0-4 or 0-3. It's like it was one week they played the best team in the league. Can y'all Dude, chill? I was so upset. It, it doesn't make any sense. You Lamar can't even be that upset about that game. I was so upset. I, right. Well, I don't. I don't understand. Mark yeah. Andrews dropped like four balls. He overthrew uh, Marquise Brown. It's like okay, <laughs> chill out. It's week three. Um, They're going to go fifteen and one. Will Harris also wants to know straight up. I need to know who is better, Devin Singletary or David Montgomery. I'm going with David Montgomery. I'm going Monty. Yeah. That's close for me, honestly. Because I like close. Singletary. Yeah. Singletary Singletary is the type of guy who has really good contact balance, and he has very, very good vision. Um, Monty has good contact balance as well, but his vision isn't as good as Singletary's. Uh, I still go Monty, but for me, it's, it's actually really close for me. Um, the, the fumbling thing is is the issue for Singletary. Yeah. That's the that's the main thing. They make All fun right. of his height too much. <laughs> He's a tiny, tiny man. Okay. Anybody so, else have any other I'm sorry, Nate, you were saying? Yeah. I just want one last thing on Lamar Jackson. This is why I'm not worried. <laughs> Listen to the Baltimore Ravens schedule. Okay. Oh god, it's, it's freaking cake. It's retarded. All right. So the next three games. Washington football team. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, you could let okay. that part out. <laughs> he did say next three games. So, all right, and then here's his last four games in fantasy football. So week um, 13, 14, 15, 16. So either the entire playoffs or your last game, then your playoffs. Cowboys, mm. Browns, <laughs> Jaguars, yeah, and then championship week, week sixteen. New York Giants. Nasty. Dude, this guy's going to win so many leagues. And I hate to put you on the spot. He was talking about Lamar Miller. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't know that. Either. He just said Lamar. He just said Lamar. So, But Lamar Miller is going to ball out. I would not start anybody from Washington this week. They're on my all-sit list. Because Baltimore is going to come out yeah. pissed off and just absolutely destroy these dudes. So not even McLaurin, you wouldn't start McLaurin at all. No, 
if it's a dynasty league and you drafted him to be your number two wide receiver, you're still benching McLaurin for someone else, really? I mean, I, I'm personally a guy that loves starting McLaurin. Nate, what, what's up? You want to say something? I, one of my starter sits, one of my starts is uh, Logan Thomas. Okay, mm-hmm. please, please explain. McLaurin is questionable. Who else are they going to throw to? Dontrell Inman, Inman. I hope. <laughs> also, I really hope, Ravens I have not been good against the tight end. Golden. Get it. Ravens haven't been good against tight ends. So if McLaurin is not playing or, hey, say McLaurin's playing, but he's questionable, so he's not going to be 100%. Logan Thomas already has a huge target share. He does. And they're going to be playing from behind. Little dump off passes from Haskins to Thomas. He's a tight end, so you're like you're not expecting a gazillion points, but he could get a lot of garbage time points this this coming Sunday. Um, did you guys see the report where apparently I saw Ron Rivera saying that Dwayne Haskins' job is on the line here? Like, little, yeah, drink little, that pork, man. Little oh, early man. for that, I think. But who are you going to play? You I don't know. Alex but... Smith in there. For dynasty Kyle owner's Howard. sake, I pray he does not lose his job. Well, he's not starting, so we're good. <laughs> Bench points. I'll put in a. Oh, who's the other quarterback? Did we get we Fitz. Oh, we, we got, got Fitz, Fitz baby. Well, who, okay. who's the who's the backup in Washington? I know Alex Smith is number three, but it's who's Kyle, Kyle Allen? Oh, eh. they traded for him, so they yeah. did. But I don't know. I just it think just, it's I think it's really early for that. Yeah, it is early. In my I mean if they had a if they had a good running game, they would be fine. Yeah. Also, Chase Young isn't going to be playing. Yeah, that is true. That hurts them a lot. Yeah. No does. Chase Young. So all right, and my wife hey, checking Brown. in. Hey Jenny. All right. Um, does anyone else have any other starts and sits right about an hour? Uh, my last one, I'll make this real quick. I think Randall Cobb versus Minnesota could be a good play as well. Last week, uh, four catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. Um, like Pork Bean, you alluded to before, I believe it was you. Um, the Minnesota secondary is not good. No. And it was a, he scored a touchdown on a really good pass, too. Yeah. And a really good pass and catch. So, um, all right. Anyone have any other starts or sits? Or we want to move right on to Pork Bean's greasy take of the week. Greasy take mm. of the week, please. All right. <laughs> yeah. Greasy. I've been trying to think of one all day. And <laughs> it's tough because you can only get but so greasy to a point where it's like there's no more meat on the bacon. It's just straight grease in the pan. Uh so Russell Gage. <laughs> Russell Gage might be out this week. So I'm gonna go really greasy. That Olamide Zacchaeus is going to be a wide receiver too this week. I feel as though he's going to get a nice long touchdown today uh, on Sunday. Um, Julio, he's still not a hundred percent, which leaves Calvin Ridley probably uh, a little bit double cover a little bit. So, yeah, give me some Zacchaeus. Okay, All right. I'm surprised your smoke alarm didn't go off after that one because that was pretty hot take, man. I like Grease, it. Yeah. Grease fire. And go, going back to last week, I would have got it right with Nick Mullins if uh, Jordan Reed didn't do Jordan Reed things. So um, <laughs> we'll see. That, that don't hurt. But Nick Mullins did have a touchdown in like 380-something yards. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was close. I think he was QB 15. Good stuff. Always good stuff. I'm not from Knox, Will. I'm not picking. I clogged picked. The... I'm not doing Dawson Knox, Will. Can you leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Does anyone have anything else to add? No, sir. Not that I can think mm-hmm. of. Okay, great. So then at this point in time, Chev, let's kick it over to you. Yep, so we're going to be in 1 Peter 5. It's going to be verse 6 and 7. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Um, so for me, you got to be humble all the time, man. You got to remember where you came from. You got to remember where you started from. And just because you're doing something good uh, doesn't mean you have to brag or 
do anything like that. Say you're the best and stuff like that. Be humble with yourself. Know that uh, all your talents aren't just yours. It's God-given. It's uh, how are you going to make God uh, happy today with where you with your talents? Are you going to do it to praise him? Or are you going to do it to praise yourself? Uh, I mean, just just casting all your anxieties on him as well. Like we're all going through stuff. We're all going through crazy things. I remember listening on uh, uh, the podcast where Jenna was on. She was on that stream with you, Mike, where she was talking about anxiety is super high for all these kids. Um, so uh, just being helpful for people that are having anxiety, like it's not their fault. It's just they have anxiety for what's going on. And I totally agree. We all have anxieties and just giving them up to God and just letting him take care of that and trusting that he will be there for you. All right, Chef. Like always, thank you so much for that. So um, anyone have anything else before we head out for the night? Nope. nope. All right. Fantastic. So Chef, we'll let you let us out. Where can we find you on Twitter? Yep, so you can find me at Chef Boyardee, Boy with an I, and also writing articles at Dynasty Vipers. They got some good content coming out, man, so pay attention. Hey, let's get my boy up to 2K followers, man. Let's get him going. Who's that? Uh, Matt Donnelly, man. Dingus. Dynasty Dingus. Go check out Dynasty Dingus. Check out the Dynasty Vipers and everything Chef's doing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and also putting out some great content everywhere he goes. Nate, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at Nate NFL. Uh, I promise that my content is not as generic as my handle. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my best lines, if I may say. And Porkman, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at FF Porkman. And this may sound stupid, but people, please take out your Steelers and your Titans this week. <laughs> Check your lineups. Yeah, basically is what Porkman's saying. Um <laughs> So just want to remind everybody, uh, we're going to extend that uh, hoodie pre-sale and maybe I'll throw in a signed Dynasty Rewind show sheet. So, um, and yes, Sean, I just said that. Thank you. Um, that's our intern. I wasn't looking at that. I'm the host. I had hosting things to do. Um, so I'll throw that in our first one. Remember, I put on Twitter, um, next one that buys it, gets it. That goes out to Corey Rosnick, um, at Brother Roz on Twitter. Great guy, great follower of the show, great friend. Um, but until next week, if you are so inclined, you can follow me on Twitter at the Empire 85 I would prefer you follow our satire show account at Dynasty Rewind. Follow us on all the other socials. We're real easy to find. Subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe to our YouTube or you're dead to me. Until next time, everybody, be kind. Please rewind. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Woo! <laughs>